shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more <gasps> bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. For the one standing guard. For the eagle-eyed. For the knights in shining armor. And for all those who support them. We are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com/safety or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, it's Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. And so many of you've been asking, I keep mentioning don't mean to yeah I do because I think more people need to watch it but I, I I guess I do keep mentioning the warrior wrestling stadium series and a couple of you have DM me on Twitter or wrote me on email and said what is warrior wrestling stadium series I don't even know how to watch that. I don't even know what it is. But you talk about it in a way that gets me excited. Well, good. That means I'm doing my job. Um, No, I am not advertising for Warrior Wrestling Stadium Series. Not even a little bit. They have never contacted me. I have never talked to them. But, I usually, if I can't get out to Chicago and Marion Field, then streaming it. Uh, I believe they're on Fight TV, but do not hold me to that. You just need to Google Warrior Wrestling. I think it's .net. Just Google Warrior Wrestling. They are a promotion in the Chicago area. They put together a stadium series once a month for the three summer months. So the first one was June 5th. The next one will be July 17th. And I don't know August's date right off the bat August 21st or at least that's what I've got on my computer anyway so I decided you know instead of typing out over and over and over what is Warrior Wrestling Stadium Series that I would just you know tell you about it, I'll kind of go through, do a little bit of a review of the first one, and then I'll tell you who's going to be on the second one, which I think the second one, honestly, is 
going to be way better than the first one, and it is going to be a banger. I have not looked at how much it costs. They usually don't cost a lot. What they do is um, Marion High School is the stadium. It is probably a medium-sized, I would guess, Catholic school in Chicago, and they need help money-wise for scholarships that they offer different students, and they try to fund some of the classes. Throughout the years that they've been doing this, however, they have been able to get top. When I say top, I mean top of the line. Um, indie talent. I shouldn't say indie. It's just res- top of the line wrestling talent. Think everyone not in WWE. I wish WWE would allow some of their superstars to come to this. I think they would have a blast. If you hear any of the stars that have been to this, any fans that have been to this, they love it. It absolutely... It's just wonderful. Um, I'm trying to think of the exact date. I think it was September 7th. I I don't know where it's at on my computer. But, and I don't even know where my phone is to look it up on my calendar. <coughs> Excuse me. I believe it was September 7th, though. Um... Tessa Blanchard and Kylie Ray wrestled not the greatest wrestling match I've ever seen. I don't want to tell you guys that. But probably one of the most fun wrestling matches that I've seen. Kylie Ray came out as smiling Kylie. She shook people's hands. She signed people's poster boards or pictures. She high-fived people. Um, she danced around the ring. She was over-the-top smiling Kylie. Took one. Evil, nasty, mean Tessa Blanchard. It was unbelievable. Um, Tessa come out, you know, uh, doing the don't bother me hand gestures. She kind of kept going. She saw one lady in the crowd, there's no stand, she bring her in chairs, and she was holding up a Kylie Ray poster, 
if Callie Ray had stopped and signed this, I don't know, two minutes before, and Tessa passes it, turns around, goes back, jerks the sign out of her hand, rips it in two, and you can see this older lady's face crumble. Tessa, of course, did it and just walked away. I'm telling you, I thought this lady was just going to have a breakdown. Tessa wiped her feet off and threw grass on fans with her feet. Got up, stole Kylie Ray's backpack. She was playing a heel like she really hadn't been able to play the whole year. And shoving Kylie Ray, trash talking her. Callie Ray said, well, that's not being nice. You're not being very polite. Tessa just rubbing it in. They put on a banger of a match. Tessa was the warrior wrestling champion and dropped it to Callie Ray that night. What was makes warrior wrestling? Unbelievable. That was the main event. Tessa goes storming back. Callie Ray stays out to celebrate. You see Tessa come back out as Tessa. Not Evil Hill Tessa Blanchard. But just Tessa. Gets up in the ring. Says a lot of great things to Callie. Hugs her. Shakes her hand. Gives her the respect. They end up walking back together and as they're coming down the aisle I'm only assuming that Tessa has told Kylie about the lady's sign that she ripped up because the lady is bawling now because her wrestler Kylie Ray has won the championship. Do you know that both of them stopped, hugged the lady, signed both pieces of the sign, and Kylie Ray told her, You can tape it back together. They took pictures with her. Callie let her hold the belt. And the lady hugged Tessa Blanchard 
like you wouldn't believe. That's what makes warrior wrestling so special. It is them being them. There's no production crew. There's no writers. There's there's no anything telling them what they have to do. There's no I guess time limits. Because they are allowed to truly tell the story in the ring. I got to see Alex Shelley and TJP, same show. And it had been raining. Alex Shelley and TJP decide we're one of the first matches. The ring's a little wet. They've tried to dry it. Let's not do any high-flying stuff. Got to see Alex Shelley and TJP. And they warned us beforehand. We're going to wrestle different. They put on a grappling match. Of moves, counter moves, submissions, counter submissions. I don't know if they even threw each other up against the ropes or they touched the ropes. And it wasn't boring because it was so fast-paced. Their transitions were so smooth. And everyone was floored. Because you're used to seeing Alex Shelley fly all over the place. TJP, you know, doing different things, flying all over the place. And they didn't do it. The rascals were still together. They put on a match and a half. And when I say a match and a half... They put on one of their regular matches that you would have saw on Impact Wrestling. But midway through it, they act like they were smoking pot. They act like they were getting high. Like they kind of do or did in the treehouse at Impact Wrestling. They offered it to the trio team that they were facing. I don't remember who it was, though. They acted like they were also smoking. Getting high. They give it back to the rascals. Rascals give it back to them. And for about a three minute segment, maybe two, they had choreographed a section of their match that was in total slow motion but in total synchronization and then it was like their fog cleared you saw them shaking their head and they immediately sped up 
to their normal speed. You're not going to see that on any TV show. You're going to have to stream it or be there in person. So on June 5th, the show was about three and a half hours long. Um, and I know some of you are like, oh my god. Well, the only thing you would have been oh my god about was it was hot. It was 87 degrees. Uh, I think it was halfway through the match is what I was told. People were tired. And there were even some wrestlers that were kind of tired. You could see they'd had a meet and greet beforehand and the sun had I don't know kind of beating them down. They came out and gave us um, War Horse versus Jake something from Impact Wrestling. Warhouse War Horse sorry I I can't get into him. I know so many of you indie fans are into him. I would love to get into him. Um, he's supposed to kind of, I guess, be a miniature Ultimate Warrior. And maybe that's why I don't like him. I never got into the Ultimate Warrior. So him having his face painted the same way and shaking the ropes and all that, uh, I don't really get into. He's a good six inches, seven inches shorter than the Ultimate Warrior, but probably more muscular than the Ultimate Warrior. Quick. Um, gave Jake something problems. Um, he always, at one point, the war horse gets out of the ring and runs around. And that also kind of gets him unearthed. Because if you have a reason to run around, say you're going to go say hi to your fans. I could care less. But acting like you're so jacked up and jazzed up that you have to go... Just run around for the sake of running around. Um, yeah. I'm not really into that. Jake something ended up winning the match. But I thought to myself, it's good that Impact Wrestling has already taped the shows leading up to Slammiversary. Because I legitimately think he hurt his knee. He was very um, gingerly getting down from the ring. And when he landed on that one knee's foot, you could tell there was some pain going up through that knee. So I hope Jake something took, you know, a couple days off, ate some aspirins. Hopefully it's not anything serious and he 
letting it heal up because I think he's getting ready to get pushed in Impact Wrestling. We saw Raylan, who a lot of you probably don't know, but Raylan, uh, who is on the indie circuits, very good wrestler. She took on Deanna Perrazzo. Yes, the Virtuosa. The Impact Knockouts uh, champion. Deanna Perrazzo is one that will tell you she loves warrior wrestling. Anytime she can fit it into her schedule where she's not wrestling somewhere else or she does not have Impact Wrestling tapings or pay-per-view or anything like that, she shows up. And she puts on a show. She's a class act. She stays in character and is a class act. This match was all pretty much Deanna Perrazzo. And Raylan tried to have comebacks and make it look like she could keep up with Deanna Perrazzo. And I think one day she will. I think Deanna Perrazzo did her best to make her look on the same level as her. But there's just something about how she carries herself that you can tell Deanna Perrazzo has the confidence and the skills to back it up. And Raylan doesn't have that yet. And I don't know that anyone can give that to you. I think you have to come to a place inside you where, you know, it reaches that. We got to see Casey Navarro take on Cole Raddick. Saw Cole Raddick uh, several shows during WrestleMania week. That GNC put on. I like that kid. But Casey Navarro. Is going to take off this summer. You're going to hear that kid's name. Constantly. Probably for me. But. Constantly. He is ready to be signed. He's ready to go somewhere. So, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. He's been on Impact Wrestling once. Wrestling, the X Division. I think it was in a tournament. Late last year. I want to say like October, November. He's gotten so much better. He won this match against Cole Raddick. They flew all over the place. Casey Navarro just jumping bean and was just putting on a show. Had the crowd eating out of the palm of his hand. And like I said, he's just ready to be signed. Congo Kong versus Beastman was the next one. Definitely not interested in this match. 
I felt like they were stalling. Like someone wasn't ready or someone hadn't showed up yet. I don't know. I All I know, I went to the bathroom, got something to drink, came back. They were still wrestling. And I was just like, please just let this end. For those of you who care, Beastman won. I don't know why you would care about either one of these. Now, of course, one of my friends, as soon as I mentioned, I hated this match, was like, you didn't like Congo Kong? Of course, I'm looking at him like he's nuts. Like, I hadn't even heard of Congo Kong. How did you not hear about Congo Kong? And I'm thinking, I don't want to continue this conversation because I don't want to hear myself say Congo Kong anymore, and I definitely don't want him to. And I was just like, I haven't, I don't want to see him again. I don't want to see Beastman again. If something happens and I do, and they put on a better show, then maybe I'll like him. Well, he proceeded to want to tell me all of the great things, and I was like, no, 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 nope, we're not doing it. Let's move on. Next up, we got Matt Cardona versus Sam Adonis. Sam Adonis... I, I've said before, I thought it was about three years ago that he was going to make his big breakthrough. But I think this is Sam Adonis this year. I really do. For those of you who don't know, this is Corey Graves' uh, little brother. And Matt, it's a little brother. Um, Sam Adonis, he's such a good worker. Matt Cardona acts like he is having the time of his life at GCW events at Warrior Wrestling events just being able to be with his fans that shoot the Long Island symbol at him who chant for him that want to hug him and call him broski he acts like he's having a blast. And he needed that. As devastating as I'm sure it was. To get released after so many years. With the WWE. I think he was with them, what, 12 years? 13 years? Getting to go to AEW for 3 months, 6 months, whatever he was there. Mess around with one of your best friends, Cody Rhodes and Brandy. Getting to go to Impact Wrestling. Getting to do all these independent shows. He must feel like he has a new lease on life. I know he has said that now it's a hustle. Because you've got to get yourself signed. You've got to figure out your schedule. you got to make sure you have time to travel there and rent a car 
figuring out cheaper hotels, figuring out cheaper cars, all of that. But I do. I think he's having the time of his life. But anyway, this was a great match. They both worked to each other's strengths. I really believed at one point that Nick Gage would show up. Then I really believed that Sam Adonis was going to get the victory. Well, neither of those happened. Matt Cardona ended up getting the victory. But this is well worth you looking up and watching this match. Then we got the Women's Warrior Wrestling Champion. Who is Kylie Ray? I just told this story how she won. She's taken one Holiday. Now, if you haven't seen Holiday on any indie shows or you don't go to indie shows or you don't read the dirt sheets and the columns talking, she is a very good performer. Um, I really like her wrestling style. She is, I'd say, four inches. Yeah, probably, I'm not real good at guessing height because they're boots. Um, probably a good four or five inches taller than Kylie Ray, I think. And I would say she's probably got about 30 pounds on her, maybe. Maybe 25. I don't know. Bigger than Kylie Ray. So, when you see that in the ring, you automatically think, oh, Holiday is going to just do pyre moves. We're going to see, you know, pyre slams, or she's going to put her. Uh, Irish whip her into the ropes and meet her there with some big kick or she'll wait till she comes off the ropes and slam her or whatever. No. Holiday has a bigger repertoire than that. Um, she actually knows how to wrestle. Kylie Ray knows how to sell. Uh, you can tell this, this was her first match back, but you could tell she'd definitely been working out and she knew when to smile to get the crowd to react. She would smile in Holiday's face, which most people don't do. Her character is very aggressive, <laughs> but, um, uh, Kylie Ray could sell when she was putting her in different positions, submission holds, and, and things. But Kylie Ray at the end, obviously, pulled it off, retained the Warrior Wrestling title, and it was there. Um, 
at the end of this match, and I don't remember if they announced it or I found out later looking on the internet. I, I don't know. But I remember it being this day, June 5th, um, that I found out that Kylie Ray had negotiated with Impact Wrestling. Um, I don't know whether it's a leave of absence or she just got her contract gone, for lack of a better word. But she signed with NWA. And a lot of people said, I don't know if I was a promotion, I would sign. Why not? She's a great talent. Um, She knows her wrestling. She knows how to sell. She knows how to tell a story. The fans are behind her. Why wouldn't you? Well, well, she's left different promotions. Yeah, due to mental health reasons. Guys, those are different. You know, when a company fires someone for being lazy, or they fire someone because they can't pick up new moves that you feel that they should, or they let you go because they thought you were at the level that they needed but you're not, and you can't get there quick enough. So they say, look, we want you back, but you need to work on this, 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 and this. So find somewhere. Um, That's different than you having pressure, anxiety, depression, loneliness, um, just mental health issues that every day so-called normal yes I'm doing figure quotes people have but then when you're a wrestler and you're doing your travel and you're having to keep your schedule straight and you're having to book your own planes you're having to book rental cars you're having to figure out am I going to travel with somebody am I going to like the somebody I'm traveling with or do I need to travel alone okay I've been traveling with this person for four months. I love them to death. I need a break. How do I tell them that? Um, Putting together storylines at the last minute. You know, they say, Hey, Calgary, we want you to go do this, and we're going to give you six minutes. And you're working with someone you've never worked with before. You don't really know. That's hard to do. And if you have anxiety on top of it, or any other mental health problem, it exacerbates it. And even if you take prescription medicine for that, sometimes you forget it. Sometimes, um, if you miss your regular time by an hour, then if the show goes on at 8 and you normally take it at 6.30 so that it will be in your system, it will kick in, and you can go out in front and face a crowd 
and you're in a meeting at 6.30, you don't get to take it, you forget, so it's now 7.15, 7.30, you're hit with, okay, do I take it? If I do take it, will it work? Will it work in time? Well, it works the same way. And so, having the pressures of being a wrestler, unbelievable. Having the pressures of being a wrestler with mental health issues. And if you add personal or private problems on top of that. It's almost impossible unless you have a really good support system. So guys, when a wrestler has enough guts or they feel like they're so close to you as one of their fans that they can open up and tell you they have an issue... You need to support them. Don't make fun of them. You need to support them. Because they're going through a lot. In order just to be there for you. But they're going and dealing with so much more wrestling for you. Wrestling well for you. And... They're giving you a piece of themselves that their mind and body is screaming, no, no, no. But they enjoy it that much. So get off Kylie Ray's back. Next match was the Warrior Wrestling Men's Champion. And that's Trey Miguel. Yes. Trey Miguel from Impact Wrestling. He was taken on Lee Morinardi. If you haven't heard that name, I guarantee, I'd say by November or December, you will. I look for there to be a probably humongous battle for this young man's talent between AEW and WWE. And honestly, he doesn't strike me as a guy that will go for how much money you offer him. I think he's going to go for workplace. I think he wants to be happy. I think he wants to be confident wherever he goes. But he put on a show with Trey Miguel. Um, this was a fabulous match. If you can find this match, this definitely is the match you want to see. It was probably the match of the show other than the next match, the main event. The Lucha match that... I'm going to talk about. These two work together so well. Um, 
I would venture to guess we'll see them probably three or four more times during the indie circuit. But Lee Morinardi is someone you need to watch. He's going to be all over the place this summer and this fall. Will Trey probably not due to his Impact Wrestling commitments. But you're going to see a lot of Lee. Now, of course, Trey, with him just getting the belt, kept the belt. He retained. Um, Lee Martinardi, not ready to hold a title, I don't think, yet. And Trey Miguel submitted him. And that's not always what you see in Impact Wrestling. Trey whipped out a couple different moves that I've never seen him do on Impact Wrestling. So I'm interested if we do... (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. Still not through the cough. But um, I'm interested to see if Trey Miguel shows those moves on Impact Wrestling. Then I was really confused about the main event. Luckily... They explained it. They called it the Lucha War of Attrition match. And they crowned the new Warrior Wrestling Lucha Champion. So they had eight guys in it. They were put on (coughs) T. Sorry about that, guys. They were put on teams of four. Four against four. They wrestled until one team won. So four guys were eliminated. And those four that won then were split up into two teams of two. Had another match. The two winners of that tag team match wrestled the third match one-on-one to determine who was going to become the Warrior Wrestling Lucha Champion. You had Gringo Loco, who you guys have probably seen in MLW. Golden Dragon, who I've seen in Ring of Honor. And mostly on the indie circuits. Canis Lupus, who I saw in GCW. I think he's been on MLW twice, maybe. Arez, who you've seen a lot of different places. Aramis, who is ready for prime time for whoever picks him up. Black Tarus from Impact Wrestling. Laredo Kid from AAA. From MLW. 
I think he's been on AEW. I'm trying. I don't think he's been on New Japan Strong. I've seen him somewhere else, though. Dragon King, who has been on Ring of Honor, MLW, and on the indie circuit. So there were your eight competitors. It got wild. Some of the moves that they pulled off. Unreal. Um, Aramis pulled off a move. I have no idea what it's called. Pulled off a move I've never seen before. Never. Just an unbelievable move though. Aramis ended up winning. He is the new Warrior Wrestling Lucha Champion. And he deserved it. He put on the best show of them all, for sure. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry about that. Um... Their next show, like I said, July 17th at Marion High School in Chicago, 7 p.m. They're doing a meet and greet beforehand. You're, like I said, I think it's a better card than the June one. So if you can't make it there, please Google warrior wrestling figure out you know uh, what pay-per-view stream it'll be on like I said I don't think they're very much probably should have looked that up but um, July 17th 7 o'clock you're gonna see Daga from um, he has wrestled Ring of Honor, he has wrestled Impact. Um, He was an alternate for MLW's... um, It slipped my mind. The Cup. um, That Tom Lawyer won. And I can't think of it. The Opera Cup. Knew it would come to me. Um, But he is going to wrestle Aramis. For the Lucha Championship. I think they're going to put on a very good match. You're going to see Lance Archer from AEW against Rob Ego Anthony. And I believe he's supposed to have Frank the Clown in his corner. Which will do nothing but piss Lance Archer off. He's liable to put him through the ring. You're going to see Brian Cage of AEW versus Ninja Mike of MLW and GCW. Brian Cage is a former Warrior Wrestling champion. Warrior Wrestling holds a very special place in his heart and so you're going to see absolutely him give his all 
the Varsity Blondes from AEW. That Brian Pillman Jr., Griff Garrison, and Julie Hart will be in their corner against MLW's Caribbean champion, uh, Richard Holiday, and his tag team partner is going to be Benjamin. That should be an unbelievable match. Um, Dante Martin from AEW. I found him because of a guy named Tim Dennis who is a radio broadcaster for Darkness Radio and is a part of Dave Schrader's organization. He's into wrestling. He does some announcing work up in the Minnesota area. Told me you've got to check out this 17-year-old kid. He wrestles under a mask so that people won't know how young he is. He said, I'm going to send you some of his matches. Guys, I couldn't believe it. He wrestled under Air Wolf. Some of his matches are still on YouTube. You can look up Air Wolf. Just unbelievable. So, I didn't know his real name. I get an email from Tim Dennis saying, you've got to watch AEW tonight. And I'm thinking, I'm one of the biggest AEW marks you'll ever meet. I'm not going to miss AEW. But anyway, of course, you know, I'll watch it. They introduce this new tag team called Top Flight. It's the Martin Brothers. One of them is 21. The other is 19. I get an email that's delivered to me like two minutes after AEW's off. And said, what did you think of Top Flight? Did you recognize Dante Martin? He is Airwolf. Is now 21 years old. And isn't he unbelievable? I called that one. And I wrote back, Yes, you did. Um, Dante Martin and his brother Darius are unreal. Uh, so you're going to get to see Dante Martin versus Casey Navarro, who I told you in the June 5th stadium series just went wild. Was a jumping bean going every which way. Can you imagine him taking on Dante Martin from Top Flight? They're going to be springboard, springboarding off of each other, off of ropes, off of ring posts, maybe off the referee. I look for this to be a hell of a match. You're going to get Don Hauser. Yes, the evil Don Hauser versus Lee Bernardi. I told you in the last show 
took on Trey Miguel and put on a wonderful match. This is going to be a different match. Uh, they're going to tell a different story. I guarantee it. But it's it probably will still be great. You're getting Callie Ray putting her Warrior Wrestler Women's Championship up against Lady Frost. If you haven't seen Lady Frost on GCW Circuit, you might want to watch this. I think this is going to be a good match too because of Kylie Ray's selling and the Lady Frost character. It's going to be interesting on how they play that. I'm calling it right now. As much as I'm looking forward to Dante Martin versus Casey Navarro, I think the match of the night is going to be Calvin Tankman taking on Jordan Oliver. Both of them are in MLW. You may have seen Calvin Tankman in... I think he's been in Bloodsport 3, Bloodsport... No, he's been in Bloodsport 4, Bloodsport 5, and I don't think he was in 6. But Calvin Tankman is a hoss. He's 355 pounds that jumps around the ring like a guy that's 220. Well, guess what? Jordan Oliver's 220. He's put on 50 pounds during the pandemic. He's almost a new wrestler. He's worked on his promos. He's worked on his selling. You can tell. And I think this is probably going to be a candidate for the match of the night. Davey Richards is taking on an opponent that will only be announced on July 1st. So when you see the posters, it's Davey Richards versus TBA. Um, I like that they're keeping this a secret. I have heard uh, rumors that it's going to be Morsi from Impact Wrestling, or Mike Perro from NWA and MLW. I don't know if that's true or not. don't know that I can trust those sources, but we'll have to wait till July 1st. Main event is supposed to be Dante Leon versus Braden Lee. Saw both of those WrestleMania week. Um, they caught my eye because of how athletic they are. However, I wasn't impressed with their promo ability, their character development, how they worked with their partners. And I'm talking about both of them. So to see them put together, uh, not 100% sure... I'm going to like it. I hope I do. Eh, but I don't know. 
Now, what was supposed to be Kylie Ray's first opponent on June 5th had to get delayed because she had overbooked herself. She runs Mission Pro Wrestling, and it is doing great from what I understand. I have watched a couple matches that people have sent me, but I've not watched a whole show. I, I really need to make the time to watch a whole show. So they pushed what was supposed to be Callie Ray's first match back to the third series of the summer, August 21st. Callie Ray will be taking on Thunder Rosa. This will tell you whether Callie Ray is completely back. Thunder Rosa is in NWA. Obviously, she's also been working AEW and Mission Pro Wrestling. Um, Thunder Rosa's... You can tell me you don't like blood. I don't care. If you didn't have the blood, it still would have been an excellent match. Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker was unreal. If Callie Ray can put on somewhat close to that kind of match with Thunder Rosa, you will know she is back. And she will be challenging for the NWA um, championship from Camille, I believe, very quickly. I hope, I've not heard definitely, I've heard rumors, but I hope she definitely agrees to be a part of In Power on August 28th, which is NWA's all-women's pay-per-view that Mickey James is producing. I would love to see Kylie Ray versus Thunder Rosa in that show. It would be unreal. I have a funny feeling, though. We're going to get Kylie Ray versus Serena Deeb, and Thunder Rosa will be taking on Camille that night for the NWA World Championship. I have heard rumors, they're only rumors, that they are finally going to let the two very good friends take on each other. I find it hard to believe that the two promotions are going to allow it. I'll believe it when I see it. But the rumors I'm hearing, instead of it being on one or the other show, the two promotions are going to allow it to happen on the NWA show. It will not be for their championships. But we will get to see 
Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, take on her very good friend, Deanna Perrazzo, the Virtuosa. And like I said, it will not be for the Impact Knockouts Championship or the AWA Women's Championship. But we're going to get to see them in the ring together. And if that match gets signed, Katie bar the door. It is going to be unreal. And I will be so excited I can't see straight. So kind of hoping that that gets to happen. So I hope I've given who all wrote in whether it be through email, whether it be on Twitter, what you wanted in a breakdown in telling you what Warrior Wrestling was about, where it's at, where you can find it streaming. Um, Like I said, their website, warriorwrestling.net, but I would Google um, Warrior Wrestling because that'll tell you I'm almost positive it's on fight. Uh, Like I said, I don't think it's very much. Told you about their first event in June. Told you the up-and-coming event in July. Yes, I know, I got on some tangents. I'm sorry. But, eh, you kind of know how I am. Anyway, if you guys have any questions, comments, or problems, or protests... Guys, you know how to find me. I'm easy to find. Pro Wrestling Overtime on Instagram. Pro Wrestling Overtime, the page is on Facebook. Um, Pro Wrestling OT at gmail.com. Hit me up on an email. On Twitter, I'm Pro Overtime. Two O's. Pro Overtime. Private messages are open. So, guys... If you want to hit me up privately, email, messages on Instagram are open, or you can hit me up on my messages on Twitter. I look forward to talking to you again soon, and I'll see you down the road. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.